Well, boom. Uh-huh. Boom. 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 Okay. Kate, Adam, man, we uh, we got some rock stars in with us tonight. Guys, we got a good one for you. We have with us Kate Derwin. Man, Kate, how are you tonight? Hey, doing great. How are you guys? Awesome. Awesome. Good. Thanks for joining us, guys. For for those out there you don't know, Kate. Kate's uh, Kate. Well, Kate's all over the place, but uh, she she's with several different media platforms. You got to check her out. Uh, she's got her own website, kateirwin.ca. Check her out on Twitter at pixelkate13. There she is, right there at the bottom. Check her out. We're so we're definitely glad to have you with us tonight here, Kate. Uh, and uh, along with Kate, man, we got a duo tonight with us. We got Adam Shelton, aka hey. Captain. Man, What's going on? Adam, how are you? Are you doing good tonight? I'm doing pretty good tonight. I'm liking the setup. Love the intro. And uh, let's have some good time today. Let's go. Absolutely. And for all of you who don't know Adam, if you've been living under a rock for a while here, Adam's one of the biggest shillers in the crypto space. And uh, he's now (laughs) dev over Ether Project. So got to check that out. We're going to be talking about the Ether Project uh, in just a little bit. Uh, And this way, uh, get some show some love to that group over there. New project looks awesome. We're definitely looking forward to that. So, you know, both have been uh, spreading the good word of crypto over the past several years, and we're just super jazzed to have them both on the line with us today. So, guys, welcome. Um, we're going to uh, kind of go over just the, what we're talking about tonight. We got we got several different topics. First one being the uh, the state of crypto, where we go over the BTC chart, which is kind of the norm. Uh, we'll be uh, reviewing some of the crypto news that's going on in space. Uh, we'll do a roundtable where we should talk about all things that are metaverse tonight. And then we're going to have Adam wrapping it up, a.k.a. the captain, about hey. uh, all things good in the Ether project. So, guys, let's. Uh, why don't we just kick it off with the charts? But, uh, Bronze, Rico, how are you doing tonight? How are you guys doing? Good, good. The weekend's almost here. Super Bowl is almost here. Um, oh. There's gonna be like a couple of NFTs, you know, on display, on commercials. So we'll see. Nice, nice. Doing pretty good, man. Pretty excited to have some heavy hitters uh, in the crypto space up on here. So, yeah, I'm excited for the podcast, of course, and everybody that's listening and whoever's gonna listen later on, because you know we got the captain right here. You know, we got yeah. Kate. So this is, you know, we're gonna make some noise today. This is pretty cool. It's epic. Epic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they're gonna throw down some alpha. Alpha. That's what I love it. That's the new that's new buzz, isn't it? Alpha. I don't know. Maybe absolutely. New absolutely. Yeah, so, you're hip now. And now you're hip. <laughs> <laughs> never, 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 never. So um, all right, guys. Let's let's go ahead and start with the chart here. Let me pull this up. So uh, we're gonna take a look here first and let's see, let's make that as big as we can get it. Um so this is uh, obviously Bitcoin, and we're taking a look at the chart, uh, 12-hour period, time frame. We could blow this out to four. It just gets, uh, gets us closer to the daily. But, um, you know, again, as always, folks, this is not financial <clears throat> advice. This is just for entertainment purposes. But, um, you know, take a look at this chart. It looks like we were talking over the past few weeks here about the potential of a cup and handle forming. And now it did look like we broke out of this cup and handle, uh, but it seems like we're getting a bit of a retracement. 
And I suspect there's probably several reasons for that. Uh, some bad news in the space. We have some bad news in the, the traditional stock markets that kind of weigh heavy on us. But, um, you know, Rico, let me turn it over to you. What do you, what do you think? Are we, are we mooning here? Are we going to the moon? Or are we? Uh, uh, I got to uh, let me pull up my screen, actually. It's actually working pretty good. So we can have some fun today. That's for sure. That's all right. Uh, yeah. sure. and, uh, yes, let's have some fun. That's what it's all about, right? All right, cool. So it's working perfect. So I'm excited about that. Um, what we're going to do is just look at the past because history repeats itself, basically. And, um, you know, I know there's a lot of things going on in the market right now that makes it very shaky overall. But at the end of the day, the chart is still really looking healthy at the end of the day because, you know, prior resistance becomes future support. So there has been some people hitting me up in the Telegram saying, you know, the prices could even go lower. But even if they went lower, I know we got kind of used to being above that 20, you know, if we came back down to 19, it's still technically healthy. That is that, you know, um, that support that I thought we were going to hold back in the day when we were over here, which was around June. And then we kind of lost that support. And the only reason, you know, that happens is because, like I said, prior resistance becomes future support. And it's just the way the chart, you know, basically communicates with you. If you're not biased, if you don't hold no feelings towards it and you're really looking at it as a way for it to say, hey, this is what I'm about to do. This is what I'm not about to do. Then it doesn't hurt as bad. Right. Because then you can position yourself. And obviously there's some like uh, let's zoom in a little bit. There's some breakdowns to the, uh, to the downside like we had right here. That's what FTX and, you know, the, the current climate of crypto and whatnot. But just want to let everybody know that even if we come down to this like nineteen thousand dollar range, that's still kind of that white cough distribution pattern. So it's still technically within, you know, that right looking pattern. And we can even see like one more. I don't want to go too deep into it. I don't want to bore nobody here because this is what I like to do. But, um, you know, we see that resistance happening again. And it's just letting us know that, you know, this is supposed to be that support. We're supposed to hold that before. So I just want to let everybody know, even if we have some, you know, a little bit of downtrend right here is healthy. That next level would be at 12,000, which I already have an arrow down here because when the FTX stuff happened, I thought maybe we would go there and not because I'm some kind of guru, not because I have a, a crystal ball or Miss Cleo let me use it or anything like that. It's just <laughs> simply that, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just simply that it's happened before. And if you've been in crypto since 2017, um, you kind of notice these things that, that that was that same area that we had resistance in the past before we had that breakout. And the same thing with 19,000, that was at all time high um, back in <clears throat> 2017. So it's just history repeating itself. Um, don't be scared. Um, Crypto is either going to go to zero or it's going to keep going up. And I don't think it's going anywhere. So whether whatever's going on, whatever's going on in the in the market, I think we're overall um, long term bullish, right? That's what we're going to say. Long term bullish. It might get you know a little choppy in the in the meantime, but overall long term bullish. So yeah, that's basically it right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I feel like I, I'm bullish with it as well. Um, but but you got to be careful, right? Like anything else, make sure you're doing your uh, doing your own research. Kate, right. what do you think? Are you uh, you bullish? You bearish? Is it fake <laughs> out? Are we talking about the price of Bitcoin? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bitcoin. yeah, I've, I've been listening to some analysts talk in Twitter and what the sentiment is, is, is a lot of people are thinking that it's a little bit of a bull trap and that um, we're not necessarily going to obviously go up only from here. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in a point where there's still a lot of um, regulatory crackdown. 
There's a lot of, of kind of negative news coming out about regulation in the U.S., but I think a lot of people are also still feeling hopeful. So there is a lot of mixed um, news coming out, and the news cycle does affect uh, buy-sell uh, actions that people end up taking. They end up being influenced by the news and ma- making decisions based on what they see in the news. Um, you know, everyone makes their own decisions, but how I really feel about it is is a little bit mixed right now. I'm not super bullish, but I'm not really super bearish either. I think the fact that we have had even a little bit of a rebound is is a pretty pretty good sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, and I feel like we we you know when you kind of go in there, you take a look at where we were about six months ago. It was just doom and gloom, and. Um, it just it, the sentiment overall was just negative. It was just bad news across the board, no positivity at all. Now, recently we've had that uptick, and I feel like the sentiment is changing. However, of course, there's you got to be cautious too, right? So, I agree. Is it too hot? Is it too cold? Is it just right? I don't. I don't know where we are right uh, now, but uh, but I, I like your take on it. I feel like uh, you're a bit of a realist there, Kate, and uh, you got to be that way in this space. Got to look at your numbers, uh, follow your guts, and uh, and go with it. So, so Adam, what about you? What do you think, Captain? Yeah, yeah, I've been looking at this pretty um, very closely. I know we had some news that came out that uh, made people in the market react to it, and the market definitely react to it in terms of Bitcoin in the market. Um, but the thing about it, though, we're still holding to a certain level. We can go down low. I feel like we can go lower, but I'm maybe I'm different. I'm bullish on Bitcoin. I think that um, that we're going to still have this trading sideways for a little while. We'll we'll probably dip down. Rico did a good job of, of analysis and you two Texans. But I do think that in the next few months, I think we're going to have a little bit more of an upstream. And this is my opinion. I'm, I'm bullish on Bitcoin because I think yeah. that I think even with the feds, you know, the 25 basis points, and I, I can see them doing again in the next month, 25 um, basis points. That lets me know that things are getting better in certain areas, and um, crypto definitely has a a place in the market. So uh, overall, I'm still bullish on Bitcoin. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, And as Bronze would say, what is it? Bronze, what do you say? I say a lot of things. You do. You really do. You don't stop sometimes. (laughs) But um, (laughs) you're you're bullish on the bear. Yes, I'm bullish on the bear. Yeah. Yeah. I I do like uh, Rico's, the long-term bull. I like that that term. Yeah. uh, But yeah, I'm bullish. Like like Adam, um, yeah, it's just there might be a little pullback. Uh, You know, just, you know, the ups and downs, right? Like I said before, I see us going this year – we can hit, I feel like we can hit 30 K and yeah. So it's, that's, yeah. yeah, you guys pretty much covered it. Yeah. 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 I think overall, I think obviously I feel like if, if we didn't think that there was the future in this space, none of us would really be here. Um, right. Whether or not we're, we're fully it's bullish, great. we're all in it uh, or we're bearish or we're neutral at the moment. Uh, we, we all know and feel, I believe I won't speak for all of you, but I, I believe that we are here because we believe this is future. So, um, so we'll just have to see what this takes us for the next uh, next year. I mean, we got a lot coming up over the next year. We do have FTX 
uh, with the SEC coming up as far as what that is going to look like. That's coming up in March. I feel like there is the potential for some positive news, but but as of late, we've uh, well, as of late, it's been pretty darn bullish. But we did get some news recently, and we're going to cover that in just a minute here. Um, and maybe that's kind of the good transition to it. So, you know, if uh, we were talking earlier this week about it, and it kind of just popped up Binance and uh, dropping the dropping the U.S. dollar overall. Now, let me just pull up an article here. This is actually from, and uh, please don't sue us, CNBC. But um, it's all for the greater good. You're probably we're probably not even on your radar, but bullish bullish to us if we are. Come come at us, come at us, shut us down. <laughs> um, let's see here. So this article right here talks about. Um, you know, crypto exchange Binance suspending U.S. dollar transfers. And just to give a few highlights here, they are looking to suspend, uh, or at least they made a comment that they're going to temporarily suspend U.S. Uh, USD bank transfers as of February 8th. Now, they continue almost in the same breath, indicating this is not really a big deal because point zero one percent of our monthly active users leverage USD bank transfers. And I feel like in that part of the world, yeah, maybe, depending on who's interacting with it. Obviously, Binance.us is kind of a big deal, um, but but that's not really where they're getting a lot of their business. So, you know, Kate, what do you think? Is this is this a is this a big deal? Or is this getting blown out of proportion? What what do you what says, says you? Well, I wrote about this earlier this week, and the last time I checked, um, it, it seems like it's not a, a not a big deal as long as they find a new bank partner. Um, right. it, it was unclear exactly why it was happening, but it looked like the most likely correlation was due to their uh, them Binance having issues with their banking partner. So it's it's likely due to its issues with Signature Bank, which said last month that it was going to stop processing crypto swift transactions under $100,000 US. So it's likely that Binance's decision was in response to um, this this issue with Signature Bank. And since then, Binance has updated its list of countries where swift transfers aren't supported. So I think obviously Binance wants to offer as many options to people as they can when it comes to allowing them to move their money around. But it's worth noting that um, Binance also said that only 0.01% of all of its traders were using that feature. So yes, uh, many news outlets picked this up and made it into headlines and we all covered it. We all wrote about it, but it's like only 0.01% of all traders were using the feature. So does it really matter? Probably not. Um, hopefully it doesn't uh, snowball into something bigger, though, you know, <clears throat> considering what uh, it, that it's the result of an issue with a banking partner. But I don't think it's a big deal right now for, for <clears throat> crypto at all. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. I think I feel like if you just read the headline and you just move on, it could get blown out of proportion. And mm-hmm. you know how the Twitter space can get. It just it becomes a real S storm really quick. And, you know, there's massive 
misinformation being placed all over the place. But is it a big deal? I don't know. I think that that uh, remains to be seen. We'll have to see how this plays out. Adam, what do you think? Big deal? Not a big deal? Going to be a big impact? Mm, I agree with Kate. I, I think that it's not a big deal, but it's definitely something to be aware of. Um, they definitely... I do remember them doing the deal with Signature Bank and um, definitely doing something with that as well. And it seemed like Binance is always in the news. You guys realize that for something, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, it seemed like they're always in the news for something, either if a purchase or a transaction or they're doing something with their customers or listing or delisting. They seem like they're always in the news. I don't know. And you know what? That could be a good thing. The fact that in the news, but keeping things aware. So but for this thing that we're talking about, um, I don't think it's a big deal, but it's something to keep an eye on it. No question. Yeah. No. And right. You bring up a very good point. Right. I mean, and man, I just feel like I'm going bronze all over the place tonight. But, you know, no news is no news is actually really well, really bad news in the crypto space. And any news in the crypto space is good news, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Um, But, you know, I I agree. As long as we're staying in the spotlight and being the largest exchange on the planet, you know, that says something. And, you know, it... It, anything that they say could potentially be taken out of context. Uh, people are going to read into it. And, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows that's going to happen? But I feel like just getting news out there, getting the word out there, that's that's kind of what they're attempting to do as well. It's free advertising. Yes. Right. Yeah, I think um, Kate brought up a good point And, you know, kind of like segue right into what we were talking about. And kind of like what I was explaining on the charts, you know, sometimes that news stuff, like if you said, if you just read that news line and then you just walked away from it, it could seem pretty bad and can snowball really quick. And that's why, you know, I try not to be biased with like looking at the charts. And, you know, obviously you got to have some fundamental um, analysis as well and, you know, bringing some of that in. But it seems to me a lot of the a lot of times these patterns always repeat themselves. And if you you know, whether it's Bitcoin, XRP, crypto stocks, whatever it is, if you start to study these patterns, it's pretty interesting how whatever's going on in the news, obviously we can have some like false breakouts at the bottom with something that's very bearish or whatnot, but kind of Bitcoin recovered right back to that kind of key resist, that key uh, support level, that 20K where it was supposed to hold before the FTX stuff. And it just goes to show that sometimes um, if you look at these certain areas, like, you know, that's why I was okay if it went down to 12,000 only because in the past it has showed that that was a resistance before. So it's like, you know, prior resistance always becomes future support. Obviously, we don't want to admit that when it comes down to a price that low, but that helps me like uh, not buy into all the news that's going on. Obviously, we got to take some things with a grain of salt, some things we got to take a little bit more serious, um, like FTX, Celsius, Luna and all those things that were going on. But um, overall, um, the market makers seem to keep it somehow relative to these um, patterns that they've been um, familiar with over the years, you know, like a Wyckoff distribution pattern works inside a cryptocurrency, even though it was designed way before that. So um, some of these patterns are pretty interesting how they always replay them, uh, repeat themselves over and over. So, yeah, just a good example. So pretty epic, like I like to say. But yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, epic indeed. And I, and I agree. I feel like there's there's when you take a look at the charts and everything like that, there, there's a reason why these patterns are examined and leveraged over and over because there's that probability of it's repeating itself. 
But um, Binance, you know, I think that uh, they're doing it right. Uh, as much as everyone knows, I'm very much a, an ETH head uh, in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to give it to them. Uh, they're, they're definitely getting the word out and keeping the word out there. So, Bronze, what do you say? Good news, bad news, maybe it's nothing. Yeah, I, I want to say maybe it's nothing. I mean, with the news came out on Monday and it pretty much fizzled, up, fizzled out, you know, by the end of the week, really. Um, you know, it's funny because BNB, it's just, with, with last year they had that leak, um, you know, with that bridging leak issue. And I don't know, it, it, the news came out and then it, 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 you know, it fizzled out as well. I mean, you see BNB, I mean, it's still holding, you know, at, you know, 307. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, I think it's, it's for me, I wasn't worried because I have, I have other avenues, you know, like if, if, if I was in that situation with the exchange, I, I have other ways to off ramp and, you know, just like what Kate said, like hardly anybody would kind of uses that feature. So for me, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. But yeah, the, the potential is there. It, it can, you know, it's, it's kind of frightening. It, it, that's, that's why it's like, I, I'm still down with DeFi. It's, you know, when you, when you have your money stuck in an exchange, you know, not your keys, not your crypto. So you just kind of got to get your base covered. Yeah. Boom. For sure. Boom. Yeah. I think that uh, I think you're right. I feel like we ought to be very careful keeping that in there. Thank you for that boom, by the way. Uh, I, I think that we all have to be careful of that, keeping our money in the central exchanges, right? Especially what happened last year. It's something that you need to consider if you're not sure what the heck we're talking about. Make sure you check it out. Um, understand that if your money is in a central exchange, if you're uh, any of your tokens are in a central exchange and they get frozen, that's it. There's the potential that you may never get that back, right? There's a lot of what we saw last year playing out. A lot of people that Bronze and I know, I'm sure Kate and Adam the same. It's just it's a it's just an ugly, ugly thing to happen. And by getting it into DeFi, getting it onto your own wallets, um, that's the right way to go. To go. It keeps it safe. It keeps it yours. So. Um, something to consider, folks, but uh, we don't want to talk all doom and gloom. We're moving on. Binance, yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah, right? I don't know. Not a big deal. It, I, I think I, it'll I, be okay. I think we'll yeah, be okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Me yeah. too. So, but let's talk about SEC, Coinbase staking rumors, right? Um, and we'll just pull this up here. Uh, what, go to the videotape. Here we go. Where are we? Uh, okay. So what we have here is, you know, this kind of just released this week, right? And uh, <clears throat> and just updated a few hours ago. Coinbase shares fall as SEC stakes crypto staking action against Kraken, um, and this is this is kind of a big deal, right? Um, because Coinbase is currently fourteen percent down, and you're actually kind of seeing this in the markets right now. You're seeing some red. It was not a good day in the markets. The traditional markets already put heavy pressure on it. Um, and this is continuing to drag it down, drag us down further. So if any of you are watching this live, you're wondering why. This is in part why, right? Um, so they, uh, they're talking about rumors uh, that uh, SEC announced settlement with Coinbase rivals, crypto exchange Kraken. 
And uh, now that I feel like is positive for Kraken. There's no doubt. I guarantee we take a look at their numbers and they're up overall. But um, bad news for Coinbase and for folks here in the States uh, because this is one of our <clears throat> primary. But um, Adam, what do you think? This kind of big deal? You think this is just temporary? You yeah, know, I mean, the whole state. Yeah, I mean, it's something that it's a rumor. And they uh, say, say consider when I was reading that close and said consider in terms of banning the whole staking and then Kraken jumped on there like, you know what, we're shutting it down just in case. And uh, some exchanges didn't. But as reading this closely, um, I just wonder why the SEC is necessarily trying to trying to ban this. Now, Gary Gensler is saying under the Howie test, under a certain test, that staking could be under a security, which I don't think it is as well. But staking could really help hurt the crypto in terms of growth, because that's a big that is a part of the crypto in terms of staking could help that with scalability, increasing notoriety, also innovation or staking protocols. And uh, certain platforms is built on staking like that's what they do. That's their main utility, their main use case. So I don't to me, I don't think it's going to necessarily be banned, but it could be some rules that need to be followed. Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, we're going to have to watch this one closely. I think that, you know, to to say that, um, you know, and staking, right? I agree. Staking is staking. And there's a lot of there's a lot out there that are using that uh, as a way to kind of fund their projects and and and, you know, obviously get to get the project some momentum. But I think that what they have to they're very careful about right now, what they're being very careful about is identifying whether or not what is considered an asset. That's why they're struggling with this whole damn thing, at least here in the States. That's my take on it. And because you still have plenty of projects that leverage it as a utility. So what is it? Is it a utility? Is it an asset class? That's why they can't come to a conclusion. Um, but they really need to focus in on what that means and what it means for the space moving forward. Big deal, Adam. What do you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, man. I love oh, man. Oh man, I'm still. Yeah, yeah. The way I see it, yeah, it's kind of vague, right? Like, what what are they banning? Uh, I mean, are we are they banning stablecoin? Are they banning everything? Um, you know, if if it's stablecoin, I kind of can see that. Um, right. You know, with with, with the do- dollar, but I don't see why would you ban other, uh, you know, like other crypto, but. Um, but this is central, right? So, but what about these other projects? Uh, that's uh, you know DeFi. You know, can they can they go after them? I don't think so, right? They can't really stop like DeFi crypto staking. Uh, I, I can't really see that. I can see them banning in the central uh, stable coins. Maybe they don't want to compete against uh, like 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 the bond market. Um, so. With, with with the DeFi, it's like how how can you how how can you ban that because you know the other cryptos like meme coins you know they're volatile right it's it's um you know it's not really pegged to the dollar um, so I don't see them going after that you know and if they do go after the stable coin staking and, and central exchange I can live with that because um, I like like 
like Adam, I, I love staking. Uh, so uh, on DeFi, yeah, um, I'm down with, with staking on, on the DeFi side. So yeah, that's yeah. my take on that. Yeah, and it is it is a big deal, right? It is a big deal, but there are ways around it, right? And if they're focused primarily on Coinbase right now, because they can, being a central exchange here in the States, there are other ways to continue this. This is not going away anytime soon. But they're certainly not making it easy if this is true. We'll have to see how this plays out. Um, Kate, what do you say? What do you think? Big deal, not a big deal? Is it just a rumor? Yeah, this one's a big deal. So, I mean, the problem with crypto regulation is that the SEC, from all of my understanding and and following the space, is that the SEC has never made it clear how they want to define crypto. What is crypto? What are what are crypto tokens? Are they uh, securities? Are they commodities? Are they both? We've seen. I have. I've written about multiple articles on covering many different cases where you get the SEC and the CFTC. The SEC obviously regulates securities, and then the CFTC regulates commodities. You get both of them going after the same crypto company for the same token. And so right now it's a bit awkward because no one's, everyone's kind of saying, oh yeah, it's a security and it's a commodity. It's like, can it be both? Uh, Probably not, in my opinion. Um, Mm. So it's a little bit frustrating for, I think, crypto companies who are, who want to comply with regulators, but the regulators aren't giving clear cut definitions and setting out clear cut rules of, okay, this is what crypto is to us. I mean, you have people like Gary Gensler, who is notoriously anti-crypto and has historically spoken out against crypto. He basically wants every everything to be considered a security. But then you have other people at the SEC, like uh, Hester Pierce, I think her name is. Uh, yes, Commissioner mm-hmm. Hester Pierce. She is very pro, well, pro-crypto compared to Gary, <laughs> but she actually is against what the SEC ruled today with Kraken. So there is infighting right now within the SEC about what what to do about crypto staking, about what to do with crypto in general. We see a lot of former SEC regulators go on to work in the crypto industry on staff and join crypto companies. So there's a lot of infighting. If I had to speculate, it seems like there's a lot of infighting and there's a lot of debate still to be had here. So it is frustrating for crypto companies and for us to come in and be like, you know, come on, give us rules already so we can we can comply. And then you have people like Gary saying we want to shut it all down. And then we have people like Hester trying to fight that. Um, so it's it's interesting. I mean, I think I think in terms of like what is bull quote unquote like bullish coming out of this is definitely Hester's statement that was released immediately after the SEC released their statement saying that, you know, Kraken to discontinue unregistered blah, 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 and pay $30 million to the SEC, you know, to have a high-level SEC um, actor publish a, an open statement saying, I disagree with what was done. Um, this was, you know, this, I dissent, is, is fascinating. And, and it's really interesting to see a federal government agency have such public infighting. It's very interesting. And I think yeah. that shows just how <clears throat> difficult it is to define what these crypto tokens are. And you have NFTs, which are a whole other ball game of, of complexity and dif- they're different from, you know, ERC-20 tokens and they're different from regular crypto tokens and altcoins and all of this. So there's there's so much 
there's such a lack of regulation almost and, and so much infighting that, yeah, these decisions are going to come out. But, you know, like we saw with the library ruling, I think initially it was pretty harsh against library, but then I think something else came out that was a little bit more positive. So, you know, some of these rulings, they might look really scary at first, but it's not the end-all be-all. There are no single press release from the SEC is going to kill crypto, in, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And and I agree. I feel like it's funny because we had this conversation with our lawyers back in October mm-hmm. of last year. And they they said, listen, we, we can't truly define this for you. We can't we can't tell you if this is a security. We recommend that you file with SEC. We recommend that you follow those rules. And here's why. Because even though there is all these different government agencies kind of going back and forth on what's what, what you have to consider is when you take a look at the lion's share of the U.S. agencies saying this is a security, that's what you have to pay attention to. When you have one or two that are saying, no, it's a commodity, but the rest of it, 80, 90 percent of them are saying that this is this is a security this is what makes, I think, a lot of us so nervous in the space, especially those in the U.S., where we we didn't necessarily comply initially. Now we have to play catch up and make sure that we're covered overall. I can tell you that our project is covered. We've made sure of that. But the thing is, overall, is it necessary? That's going to really remain to be seen moving forward. So, Have you Rico, guys you- seen... <laughs> Sorry. No, please, please. I was going to ask if you guys have seen Gary Gensler's like hilarious social media videos where every once in a while he'll film himself and put it on Twitter. <laughs> so weird. He did it with yeah. the Kardashian settlement. It is yeah. like boomer takes are so funny. Sorry, oh, I just wanted yeah. to bring that up in <laughs> no, case anyone no, hasn't yeah. seen it. Like, yeah, he's like his Twitter videos. There's yeah, so he's like funny. cloud chasing or something. I'm like, what? yeah. Yeah. Right. Like Grandpa Gary says, "Crypto's bad." Yeah. It's like you're a oh government figure. <laughs> what? Uh, it's it's yeah. just so crazy. I mean, they want to ban crypto. I think it's fear. Do you think the whole freedom aspect of it? I mean, you know, staking brings a lot of positive improvement to the space, like increased security potentially, scalability, uh, carbon footprints you know, more things there. And it's a sense of freedom that you don't have to necessarily go through a banking protocol, you know, and make sure that if I'm staking crypto, we're not even touching the necessary banks and the banks know that. And the people that control the banking, they know that as well. So I agree with yeah. things with what everybody's really saying. Now, crypto gives people a sense of not only responsibility, but freedom and scalability. Like crypto could be the answer to somebody's problem. You know, not necessarily a bank. And now the banks are like, okay, we notice our numbers may be a little bit down in terms of our overall investing strategy here. We don't get the customers like we need to. We notice crypto in terms of staking and scalability, that's going up and it's becoming more popular. And now projects and companies are building a whole awareness around staking and other things around staking. You stake this, you get this, you get this, you get this. It's like your buffet. You go up to Denny's or anything, Golden Corral, you get anything you want. And staking kind of can bring that. And they're sitting back there like, okay, we want to kind of control it. That's what they want to do. They want to control. They want to tax it. They want to tax it. Yeah. 100. Yeah. The only thing. Yeah. The the only. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, what I was going to say is, um, like, we brought up the banks and stuff like that. And, you know, we got the staking king here with, you know, Adam Shelton definitely knows a lot about staking. But, you know, yes. there's always going to be, like, these, like, double-edged swords with stuff. Like, you know, we brought up the banks and what they're mad about. But essentially, you know, you don't have to sit there anymore. That's what they're doing. Technical difficulties. Because I'll use these funds, like, before yeah mad what max mad max mad oh, yeah. max yeah so it, it, Wait, we're getting a little bit matrix of matrix for a second <laughs> yeah no. no i was looking around is keanu reese okay. around here go ahead <laughs> right, bro. yeah you, you seem to be frozen um uh, but I think overall, I think we, we, we hear you, Rico. I think that overall, it's it's definitely a unique situation that we're in. And uh, we'll have to see what kind of happens moving forward. This is one that we're all going to have to really pay attention to. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But, um, you know, uh, Rico, you seem to be frozen. So we may just want to leave and come back in and see if that helps, if you, if you can hear me with this. Otherwise, I'm just going to kick you out, brother. Uh, but um, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and move on here. We're short on time. Man, time goes so by, know, especially when we when we have quality guests here. I feel like time goes by so quick. Um, I, I got to turn this over to Kate because I'm not familiar with this topic. Dookie Dash. Dookie Dash. What what do we got going on in this space, Kate? Tell us more. What What's the concerns? What are we talking about here? Yeah, so so – Dookie Dash or Dookie Dash, however you want to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a, a poop themed game from Yuga Labs. Yeah, yeah, that's kind fun. of fun and and oh. silly. Um, I have not played it. I have watched people play it, um, and it's yeah. a it's an endless runner game. Basically, you needed to have a bored ape in or a mutant ape in order to mint a pass to get access to this, and it's like a skill based. Mints. So I guess um, if you get a high score or a non-zero score that is verified to not be a, a cheat score, you oh. can get some kind of mysterious reward. We don't know what the reward is yet, and I have pried my contacts at Yuga, and they did not want to tell me uh, what it was. <laughs> they did not want to offer further details. Uh, so it's a secret still. However... There has been like in any video game. There's been uh, there's been some cheaters. There's been exploits. There's been people trying to get to the source code and leak the <laughs> source code and like people are going people are going hard to try to exploit this literally a literal sewer game, which is insanely <laughs> funny to me. Funny. Um, but you know, when there's money involved, people will do whatever it takes to get money. Um, however, <laughs> it's a little wild that some people are paying up to two and a half Ethereum to get like what? boosted in this game so yeah so i connected with two different boosters who said that they charge a minimum of about three to four hundred dollars to get you a score in this game and they'll charge up to two and a half ethereum which is like four over four thousand dollars to get you like a high score in the game so oh, wow. people really think that yuga is going to offer some substantial reward if you get a high score um, but the thing is, is that even if you bought one of these uh, boosters, paid one of these boosters to like, I guess, play on your account for you, that like Yuga, there's a very good chance that Yuga will catch you and be like, hey, you're the person who boosted your account used a cheat or an exploit, like get wrecked. You're not getting anything. Oh. Um, 
have been consistently doing that. So they have been catching a lot of people, but I mean, I don't think uh, Yuga doesn't think that it's a lot of their, of their audience that is cheating. They don't think it's a big demographic. So it is possibly a small group of people that are actually cheating, but you know, every competitive game has its, has its cheaters and boosters and whatnot. So it's just kind of wild how much money people are sort of spending on the hopes that, you know, their score won't get caught. Um, and like manipulated score basically, but people have kinds of crazy hacks like to try to exploit this game. That's 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 pretty actually, and there's there's a lot of good, a lot of great things going on in that space, especially for that project. And I'm not familiar with that in particular, but uh, Bronze Rico, you watching that? I think we're gonna have to steal that for ours because that's that's brilliant. I feel like gaming is the next iteration, and true gaming. Oh, yeah. Now, I, it, it is it defied? Is it decentralized? No, it's not. It's just not. Sorry. It's centralized, but it's still cool. It's very cool, and I think that that makes sense. That it's kind of level up. It's the next steps uh, to to where our space needs to go. Rico, I'm going to throw it right back at you since you're back on with us. What do right. you think, Duke, Dookie Dash? Dookie Dash. That's cool. where we're at right now. Well, I was just like, I'm looking at it right now. I was blown away by like how much ETH was already spent on it. So like, even with the cheating that's going on. Um, you know, I don't see it really going anywhere because I think it was like, I don't know, like 62,000 ETH or something like that. So, you know, even wow. with, and, and like he said, you know, there's always going to be some kind of form of cheating. Um, it can mess up certain games, like, right. If they don't patch it up and really keep like kind of take <clears> the competitiveness <throat> out of it, because essentially, you know, people are cheating and kind of take the fun out of it. And considering that people do have to play or pay to play on this, you know, I'm sure it's something that they're going to look into fixing, but right now, I'm sure they got enough funds to do what they got to do because I was looking at it. I kind of lost it because I got booted and stuff. My my bad, everybody. Um, okay, so it was sixty million, yeah. So sixty million in ETH. Um, that's a lot of that's a lot of dough. So um, goodness gracious, wow. yeah, it's not going nowhere. It's kind of crazy people playing this and and kind of you know adding adding to their bag and also spending to play this right and not even a small amount. Like um, some of the numbers were kind of wild. Some people were spending you know. 0.3 ETH all the way up to like 4,200 in ETH just to kind of cheat. So it's like people are even paying that much <laughs> to cheat, which is kind of wild, you know. Um, but it just goes to show, like, if you take away all the cheating and everything, and you know, obviously people are not happy about it, it goes to show how much money is still in the market, right? You know, obviously we say the markets, you know, there's no money in it or whatever, but if people are throwing, you know, this much money at it, there's still some money lingering around that, uh, we can probably capture and maybe uh, the captain's project or maybe one of Kate's project or maybe even BRB cash <laughs> project because there's ETH being thrown around everywhere. So it's not that yeah. dry out there, actually. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Drop the mic. Boom. Yes. So, you know, with that said, I think maybe now's a good transition time because we're pushing the hour. I think this time around, folks, we're going to have to skip that verse. Boo. We're going to we're going to talk about that next time, I think. Um, but, uh, you know, Captain, we want to get down. We want to hear what's going down with oh. the project, man. Woo. What's good? What's Woo. good going on, man? I'm ready. Just earning Ethereum. I mean, that's something I just got like a little buzz. And that buzz means that, you know, there's another Ethereum reward. Um, I, I just think the most simplest thing I've ever I've seen in DeFi is it's Ether. 
literally you are earning Ethereum based off the taxes from transactions, you know, and, you know, Ethereum is number two cryptocurrency we have. And I'm a big Ethereum person. I mean, a lot of these favorite projects is on Ethereum blockchain, you know, your favorite, you know, meme, to meme token or community token or just token in general. They have some Ethereum type relationships, even the Polygon Maddox and all those. Ethereum is definitely a part of that. But anyway, um, just to earn Ethereum in terms of getting those rewards and getting that. And Ether allows you to do that automatically from your wallet. And um, you don't have to stake. So, you know, we don't really meet the that situation there. So we don't have to crack down on staking. <laughs> but, but it's automatically sent to your, uh, to your wallet decentralized and it's a good way of really just earning and just investing to something that I think in time that will go up in value because Ethereum is involved in it. And, uh, and then I just got word that, you know, here in the next 24 hours, there's some other big time news going to be coming up. I think this is a use case where it could be used for a lot of different projects, not only projects, but like an investor, like a new investor or an existing investor, this could be used as well, or it could be something completely different, but I do think it's going to be really good. But right now, Ethereum rewards, my investment that I invested to, e to Ether, I already got it back within a few weeks, basically because of those taxes in Ethereum. So Ether um, is just unbelievable, perfect name, good logo. I'm excited about the future of it. Wow. Yeah, it's a I pretty mean, cool project, bro. Uh, I checked it out and whatnot, and... Um, I was on your channel and seeing that you did a good call because you called it at like four hundred and eleven uh, dollar market cap or whatever four hundred eleven thousand yeah and it's sitting over a million dollar market cap right now so <laughs> you know whether it was from the reflections that you're up or from you know uh, the market cap going up it's it's a solid project I, I like what I see and I've seen people try to do this in the past where you know people got reflections in ETH and it never kind of <clears> really worked I think right. this is a great idea for not just the big players, but also the small people where they can slowly accumulate ETH. You know, imagine when ETH gets back up to, you know, 4,500 or something like that. I think that's why crypto is a little bit different from, um, you know, doing traditional stocks or whatnot, because, you know, while you're getting these dividends or whatnot, they don't stay at this stagnant price, you know, it's just, right. but, you know, you also have the downside thing as well, you know, whether you're getting reflections in BNB or, or ETH or whatever it might be, you know, you also have the downside potential as well. But overall, those who believe in crypto know that, if you can stay in it long enough and you believe in it, I think this is a good way for people to accumulate ETH without having to do too much, right? Just letting the chart do its own thing, letting the right. transactions happen and letting your wallet get filled up or whatnot. So yeah, I really like this one. And having you do the videos of it actually like being received to your wallet, I think it's very, very powerful because like, you know, we've all been in the space long enough where we've heard of this before, never really seen it, or they make people claim it a certain way. It's really difficult, but seeing you do it, and bringing it to the masses is it's pretty um pretty epic bro yeah it's nice i like what i see yeah adam for for the people that's not in the know about this project can you give us like a, an elevator pitch elevator pitch is basically getting paid daily necessarily so if you like to get paid daily on the second most popular the most wanted the most enthusiastic influential cryptocurrency out in the market which is ethereum <laughs> You definitely need to have some Ether. Ether Rewards pays you daily. You see the taxes there. And the fact that it's just a $1 million market cap, which is telling me you're still ready and it's still a good place to go. So the elevator pitch, if you like Ethereum, you need Ether. Pop Why don't you just buy Ether. Ethereum? Huh? Oh, no. What's that? Why don't you just buy Ethereum? 
because yeah. you allowed you to get ether to get ethereum and here's the thing about it though you get a chance to have two things so if you get an right. ether on a dip you get ethereum so basically you get ether and you get a chance to take the ride up in terms of the value of it and you get ethereum on the side based off taxes so you basically get an ethereum just by holding ETH. Okay, that's you know, Kate. That's a that's a great question. I, I like questions like that because yes. you know what? Yes. Somebody's gonna bring them up, right? No matter what. <laughs> I think if you're um, shilling a coin, you have to be able to answer yeah. the tough questions. Yeah. And you know what? I'm yeah. gonna answer it. I'm not shilling this coin, but I I, I kind of can see like um the upside potential because I'm in the space, right? And I love the question. I mean, there should always be oh, hard yeah. questions, no matter what. But you know, when you got Ethereum's market cap compared to this token's market cap. You know, you're getting paid in this ETH already, but if you got a decent sized bag, you kind of have a little bit more upside potential on the side of this, you know, while you're accumulating this ETH or whatnot, your $1,000 worth of ETH can probably go a lot further while you're already getting some of that ETH back little by little. Because let's say, you know, you would have got in at $500,000 market cap, you can 2X very easily. Um, Adam talked about seeing a project like this on the BSC network in the past where it eventually hit a 300000 or $300 million market cap. So then if you think about, yeah, you're accumulating all this ETH till you reach this $300 million market cap. But at the same time, you just however many X's because you got so you got in at such a low market cap is where I think I could probably answer the question for the Ether people, even though I'm not part of that project. But I think that's where where you get in, where you fit in right there. So it was launched. I'm looking at CoinGecko. So this was launched January 16th of this year, right? Uh, it got launched on um, CoinGecko January 16th, but it was relaunched around Christmas time. So it got listed on CoinGecko around that time. Okay. And and what do you do? How, how does it work? Can you explain it to me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you could just purchase Ether through you know, Uniswap and you purchase it. And then um, you'll start collecting Ether rewards based off the taxes of buys and sales. Of, of whose buys and sells? Customers' buys and sales. Holders. So are you telling me that if I buy Ether, then someone... Ha- I'm sorry, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm just trying to understand how it works. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> sure. So basically, also, like, buy 5% buy. So if someone buys right now, that's 5% that goes back to the holders, 5%. And if somebody sells... There's 20% that goes back to the holder's pot. So the contract reads it where it will fill it up and it'll distribute those rewards out when it hit a certain threshold. So oh. 0.01, yeah, you get it on a, when you hit a certain threshold for a holder, the rewards automatically sent to you. Now, there is an application that you can go in and claim rewards. That's where you would have to pay the gas fees. But I never do that. I just wait till it automatically comes in there when I basically go ahead and and got the you know the I qualify for the 0.01 ETH goes into my wallet. So I think it's a good way you made a good point why not buy Ethereum but then the, the thing is you have an opportunity to earn Ethereum based off where the market cap is like Rico was saying. So let's say 1 million dollar market cap and you got in that let's say Ether goes to a 5 million dollar market cap look at how much potential Ethereum you can hold. And it's based off, you know, the volume as well. So do you know volume, who the developers are for the project or like who created it or like what their credentials are? I'm just really curious. Well, he's kind of um, kind of a mysterious dev. Um, but uh, most of them a, are. 
you know. Oh Go no. I'm Toshi. Kate, this Kate, this is the this is the DeFi realm. This is the the realm that's in in the shadows. But I yeah, will, I know I'm, I know about DeFi. I just I just yeah. think uh, a lot of it can be kind of nefarious, and so I think we ought to ask the yeah. fair questions. And sure. if it's a genuine project, people will sure. come up to the table. For sure, for sure. Well, absolutely. I think, I think, yeah, we, I think we should ask this questions. Telegram. Um, he's actually he's, he's he's in there, so you can ask any questions you want. But he is um you know he's mysterious you know. Like Saito. No. I, mean, I get that yeah, a lot. Do your myself. own research chat. I get that <laughs> <Kate>. <laughs> That's what's up. I rock with it. But Kate, let me let me and we're gonna stretch this out a little bit. We still got three minutes. I hope you guys don't mind. But because these are I, I come from you know this little DeFi space, and I know you say you're from the DeFi space. There's risk in everything, right? But if yeah. you put a thousand dollars into Ethereum right now, we gotta wait a while before you know you make some of that money back, basically. I wish my camera would look better. It did earlier, but Forget about it, right? That's what they say. But anyways, if you bought one ETH right now, you know, you would have to wait for ETH to go back up 5X or whatever to make some money. This has the potential to, and it is risky, right? That's why none of this is is financial advice. Chat, you heard Kate, okay? Do your own research, right? Mm -hmm. But essentially, you know, um, scare money don't make money, right? I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of that, but (laughs) uh, that is a real thing that exists. And, um, you know, sometimes there's some risk that you guys got to take. Wait, did you just call Cardi B? (laughs) <laughs> no 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 car, car, car. and you know what i'll take it even though i didn't get it from her but it sounds better that way that i got it from her anyways than where i got it from so i'll take the cardi b route <laughs> but um yeah i just think that um with everything there's that upside potential obviously there's some risk involved in it but you know if you put a thousand dollars into eth you're gonna have to wait a while for eth to bump all the way back up for you to really make some money where Obviously, it's risky because we don't know who the Ether Toshi guy is, whoever it might be. But <laughs> there is that um, that upside potential, right? Um, yeah, we don't got to be too serious in here. It's all about having fun, asking these questions, yeah. getting to the bottom of it, and um, learning and, and growing together. So, yeah, um, I got another qu- question. So, Adam, like when you're earning uh, ETH, um, wh- where does that go? I mean, does it go straight to my wallet? Yeah, it goes right to your wallet. Yeah. Goes right to your MetaMask or your trust wallet. Goes right into there once you hit a hit a passes threshold zero point zero one ETH. So automatically, yeah, and you can check. There's there's a Xerion app, Xerion app where you can literally check it in real time. So um, there's an app called Xerion, and you can actually load into it, add your wallet information in there, and so basically it can you can see the history what's happening with your Ether or any other token really. So yeah. I'm on, I'm glued to that daily to finding out, okay, do I got a reward today? And then in the chat, actually, there is a dividend bot that basically every time there's a payment being done, you see transactions of payments that goes right into there. So this just okay. happened probably in that, the last five minutes. There is a dividend bot that the dev team created <clears> where any time to pay out, you see payments just flying in there. Right. And another thing that Ether did, they built a gas bot, which shows the actual price of the gas in terms of Ethereum. It shows that in there, too, which is pretty cool. Nice. Well, I don't know about you guys. I'm bullish on it, but I, <laughs> we definitely got to check it out. <laughs> Kate, I know you're probably, uh, I, I feel it. like you're maybe neutral, but. Um, it's okay. Honestly, honestly, no okay. honestly, Kate, honestly, I want, I want you on one of our AMAs. I want you to come in to BRB Cash. No, I'm dead serious because yeah. hell. 
you know what? Honestly, you're keeping us honest. And that's what this is about, right? Yes. And, and we got we to gotta be able to talk about these things. And, yeah, the and captain honestly, can handle it. The captain can handle it. You don't get I the name like, of the captain. Like he can't handle it, right? Yeah, I love it. It's good stuff, you know? My mom asked yeah. me the other day, so how does Ethereum work? How are you earning all that? Oh, she, she had a notepad of all these questions. There were like 15. She was drilling me like I was literally in a judge and I really did something wrong. You know, and so she was just 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 kind of just going at me. I'm like, hey, I'm the son. <laughs> but 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 it was good. It was good. But she told me I, I broke it down to her as well. And then she ended up buying it back. Well, check it out. <laughs> check it out. Ethereth.tech. Yeah. Do yeah. your own research. See what it's all about. Um definitely definitely has some legs on it. Uh, since they went live on Kong Gecko, they have been skyrocketing. So check it out. See what it's all about. Do your own diligence. Yeah. Kate, thank you. Adam, thank you. We appreciate yeah, you guys. Thanks for having me, guys. Out. Thank you. But wait, I'm sorry. I totally forgot. We we still have the giveaway. Now, we don't have any bells or whistles. I feel like we can do better in this moving forward. We got a 1 million, 1 million BRB cash giveaway. And it's based off of a tweet that we send out there. And it's just to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for checking us out. Thank you for checking out the projects that we have and our guests and making sure we're getting the good word out there. Let me pull it up here. Um, so basically the rules are simple. The rules are simple, man. We need to get more traction on this thing because <laughs> we got, man, it's horrible. We got two people retweeting this damn thing. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Mr. Mystery at light underscore score art underscore underscore. You just won yourself one million, wow. one million count them brb cash tokens we'll go ahead and get you a direct message online via twitter congratulations guys thank you for coming out awesome conversation tonight we gotta do this uh, again yes man oh, love to have you guys Absolutely. back that was awesome um yeah. uh, we are we are looking to do kind of like a you know, kind of get everyone in on just a big room and just go at it for a few hours. I feel like we could do it. This hour went like that. And um, I know that uh, it's just a lot of good conversation, a lot of good vibes. So, guys, thank you again. Thank you for coming out. This is where we end the show. So, boom. There it is right boom. there. Have a great night. You too. Peace. Take Later. It, it was a pleasure. All right.